Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around, a watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom. And a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style, all for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast-free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Star Wars 7x7, episode 3203. Star Wars Celebration Europe is in the books. It's over. It's done. And today we're going to recap the major news events from Monday, the final day. Punch it. Hey Rebel Razor, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. And thank you so much for joining me for all of my Star Wars Celebration Europe coverage these past few days. I'm so grateful for all the likes and the retweets and the comments that you've shared with me on various social media platforms. It's been really wonderful. I've been so grateful to be able to bring as much of this event to you as humanly possible. And there's still more to come after this. We're going to do breakdowns of trailers footage and we'll do interviews. I did a bunch of interviews here. If you are familiar with what I've done in previous Star Wars celebrations, you know that I have a one question interview that I take with me to celebration and I do it with as many people as I can get. So those are going to be coming at you over the next few weeks as well. As for today though, we have three panels basically to talk about. The Bad Batch panel, Star Wars Visions, and the Marvel Comics panel. The Bad Batch panel of course was the headline panel today and they announced the big news, season three is in production. However, it will be the final season of The Bad Batch. They didn't necessarily say why, you know. <laughs> It's one more season than we got a Star Wars Resistance, one less season than we got a Star Wars Rebels, so eh, what are you going to do? But we got, uh, I guess, equivalent episodes. We don't know how many episodes we're going to get for season three, but assuming it's 16 again, then it'll be 48, which is just a couple episodes more than we got for Resistance. They did live stream most of the panel, so if you want to check that out on Star Wars' YouTube channel, you can. There was a lot of great conversation. They had Brad Rao, who's the uh, supervising producer, Jennifer Corbett, who's the head writer, Athena Portillo, who's the executive producer, and then of course Dee Bradley Baker who plays the Bad Batch and every other clone and a couple other characters too, and Michelle Ong who plays Omega on the show. It was really a delightful panel and a couple of things that come across include the fact that The Outpost, the episode featuring Crosshair finally like hitting his breaking point, was cited by everyone pretty much on the panel as their you know favorite of the season, like the moments in there being spectacular, and also The Solitary Clone, which was episode three, and that also featured Crosshair. So kind of surprisingly, according to Amy Ratcliffe, who is the moderator of the panel, she actually <laughs> didn't think she was going to be looking forward to Crosshair episodes in the season, and ultimately she ended up liking Crosshair episodes the most. Now, about 45 minutes into the live stream, they cut the live stream. So if you're wondering what happened, it was that they decided to show some 
currently produced footage from season three to the assembled audience. And of course, there was a lot of aggressive, no cameras, no phones, no nothing, stuff like that. So if you find stuff leaked out there, then, you know, more power to you, I guess. But yeah, I can tell you that there's, you know, a line in there about how Hunter is saying Omega has been waiting long enough for them to come get her and he doesn't want to wait a minute longer or keep her waiting a minute longer. Omega is seen like walking through, you know, the prison area or what looks like a prison area with Crosshair and Crosshair looks just utterly defeated and awful and Omega still looks like bright-eyed and like she's scoping things out to try and figure out what she can do to help in the situation and then they show the two of them later in adjacent prison cells where she's talking to him and saying like you know I'm gonna help you you're my brother and he is just utterly despondent. We also get to see Fennec Shan. She's going to be back. We get to see Wolf, who is another one of the clones that we met along with Rex and Gregor in Star Wars Rebels, that they were still together, but Wolf is going to stay here. Echo talks about how Omega is necessary for whatever's happening at Mount Tantus, and we see the Emperor making a visit to Mount Tantus, talking about how the facility requires the utmost security like you absolutely have to make sure this facility stays secure and in talking to Dr. Hemlock talks about how Hemlock is particularly vital to the work that's happening on Tantus like Palpatine recognizes the importance of Hemlock and what he's doing for him so yeah that's what we've got about the Bad Batch basically you know all that stuff was just very like quick 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 cuts and all that fun stuff but looks to be an exciting season and also looks to be the last season so there's gonna have to be some resolution as far as star wars visions goes there is a trailer for star wars visions it's available on the star wars youtube channel so i will link to that in the blog post for the show's episode at sw7x7.com we still have not been given the impression that any of this is canon it's basically you know, legendary stories. I hesitate to call it legends because I know legends has a certain very specific connotation right now as far as Star Wars storytelling goes. But, you know, I think of it along the lines of like Myths and Fables and Dark Legends by George Mann or The Life Day Treasury by George Mann and Kevin Scott, you know, just not necessarily actual Star Wars stories, but, you know, possibly inspired by real real Star Wars stories in some particular fashion that we haven't heard of just yet. The particular notable things about Visions are about the voice cast. Dennis Lawson is going to return and do the voice of Wedge Antilles in one of the shorts. Angelica Houston is going to do the voice of a character called the Sith Mother, which is pretty exciting. We also have David Diggs, who is a Star Wars alum. He did voices on Star Wars Resistance. He might be slightly better known as the Marquis de Lafayette and Thomas Jefferson and from the musical Hamilton, he originated those roles, um, but he's going to have uh, voice work in this. That'll be coming on May 4th. And by the way, if I didn't say it, they did not say when Bad Batch Season 3 would be coming. And last but not least, the Marvel Comics panel. So they did more High Republic stuff here again. This is now, I think, the third non-High Republic panel where they had High Republic news. They basically talked about High Republic issues 8, 9, and 10. They also talked about the Yoda miniseries. There's a, a framing story that's going through all 10 issues of it. Maxi series, I guess, is properly the <laughs> thing you should call it. And 
he's talking to somebody in that maxi series framing story and we're going to find out in issue number nine of ten who that is there's going to be a return of the jedi ongoing celebration they had announced previously that there would be akbar and max rebo one shots but they announced that at celebration they talked about the fact that the son of starro series is going to explore the starro's family and also maybe tie in a little bit to the high republic because there's a an ancestor avon starros who appears in high republic storytelling so yeah there's that too there's been apparently a very popular Marvel comic series called Black, White, and Red, and they're extending it to Star Wars with Darth Vader in a four-issue miniseries, and Jason Aaron is returning to write a framing story that goes across all four issues, and the four issues are going to have other individual writers working on them. There's going to be sort of a mini crossover between the Darth Vader series and the Doctor Aphra series. There's going to be a team-up with Afra and Luke Skywalker, which is a great odd couple situation. And then there's going to be a crossover event in the summer that's called Dark Droids. And they've had a couple of teasers of you know just graphic images online previously, like something about first they come for the metal or something like that. So basically what they said the premise of this is, is that Lando has been feeling guilty for a long time about the fact that Lobot's little, you know, nanobot situation has kind of taken over his brain and he sees an opportunity to be able to try to help Lobot with that situation, but things don't go according to plan and it ultimately causes problems with droids throughout the galaxy. And so the way that Charles Sewell described it was like, you know, imagine your smartphone um, thinking about you and communicating with all the other smartphones in the, the room, the city, the country, or whatever, and they all hate you, and they want to do something about that. And so that's kind of the premise of what happens with the Dark Droid situation, and it may also affect people with cybernetic parts, like Darth Vader, for example, but it may not necessarily affect them the way that we think. They may actually see people with cybernetics as possible allies or you know maybe the you know <laughs> enemy of my enemy is my friend kind of things that's that's unclear but there's some implication that perhaps the you know evil droids or the acting out droids wouldn't necessarily look at Darth Vader as another target per se and so that's what I've got for you in the breakdown of everything that was newsworthy from a storytelling standpoint at Celebration on Monday. And they did announce when the next Celebration is going to be. It's in Japan in 2025, April 18th through 20th. And we'll talk about that more in tomorrow's episode when we talk about final thoughts from Celebration here from London. But for now, that is going to be my final thought for this episode of the podcast. And it just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it, as always. And may the Force be with you, wherever in the world you may be. Star Wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items, are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, other respective trademark and copyright holders. May the Force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.